0: Welcome to the P Primo Show. It is episode 118. I don't know how we got here so fast, but here we are. How we built the biggest little mattress store together. We are with Jack and Diana Balsley from the Mattress Sales Store in South Carolina. But first, let me pay the bills. First of all, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Bed & Industries of America, The mattress success summit is right around the corner, Tuesday, May 9th, which is next Tuesday, Wednesday, May 10th and Thursday, May 11th. Come for the mattresses, but it's not just about lots and lots of mattresses at the Holiday Inn in Akron there. It's about how do you sell through these things once you buy them? And to that end, we are having one seminar after the other on Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon. There's a few samples of our great beds. It's creating and Separation Between You and the Competition by Jeff Janakovo. That is going to be a great seminar. And what to do when times are tough. Uh, Scott Vaughn uh, spoke at the uh, Nationwide Show, and he does a great job in Paducah and Benton, Kentucky. Um a great retailer and another great retailer uh, rounds out our our uh, talks, and that is Randy Thompson, The Adjustable Bed Title Wave: How to Sell More Adjustable Beds by Randy Thompson. All three of those are absolutely free for any of our attendees, and I am so looking forward to it. Um, we have uh, we've got a lot to show you guys. Uh, whether you're looking for two sided beds or you're looking, uh, to add something that supports your community, like our hope bed, which, uh, Jack and Diana are have just saw it market and are, are adding to their, uh, their mattress sale store in South Carolina. Or if you're looking for the new split heads and flex heads. Uh, we started with one about six or eight months ago, and now we have 10 in our lineup. I'll have six of those at our show. Um, so if you sell mattresses and you're in Ohio, Western PA, West Virginia, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, or Michigan, come one, come all, give me a call and let's set up an appointment. Um, it's going to be a blast. And let me tell you something. The most important thing that happens at an open house like this is you get to meet other retailers in different areas that you can share ideas with. And that is really worth its weight in goal. Without a further to-do, let me get to our next sponsor. My book, Sell a Million. How to how, how to Get more customers in your store this year. 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million dollars. Couldn't be a better time for that. And one last thing, Steve Howe and Greg Gent, thank you for sponsoring my show. The Mattress Industry Network Group sponsors uh, the Pete Primo Show, and we are so happy and proud to have you. Think we're over eighteen hundred. We might even be over nineteen hundred members. If you sell mattresses, we want you in our group. It's a it's a group run by mattress retailers, but it's for the entire industry. So no matter what side of it you're on, if you're on the supply side, if you're a manufacturer, if you're a retailer, we want you in the group. And the mattress industry network is going to help you to market better. To merchandise better, introductions will be made. So the networking opportunities are endless. And there is a lot of value. It's a 100% free group. If you join the group, just say hi and say, hi, Pete, I'm in there on a regular basis. I'm happy uh, to help anybody that needs any help anytime. If you have a tough time and you can't figure out how to do that QR code, Call me at 419-560-3169, and I will help you get in the group. Jack and Diana, how are you today, guys? Hi, Pete. Hey, Pete. We're doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. So for somebody that doesn't know who you guys are, introduce yourself and tell us when you started your business, and then we're going to take it from there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, we've been in business for five years. And those of you know, Jack, he's been in the industry for a really long time. And I like being in business and, and we were going to get married. So I thought he'd be a good investment for us to start a business. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and it's awesome. just been wonderful. We're in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and we're just so thankful. Um, um we're selling mattresses. Yeah. Every we're day. We love it.
2: And we're having a great time with it. Uh, I'm an old industry guy. I've been in the industry for over 30 years, 32 years or so. Much um, of it spent retail and as a sales rep and worked with America's Mattress with Serta and always wanted to have my own store. And I met this wonderful woman and she had the bravery where I didn't. And we put everything together and we have a beautiful store. Huge part of Indian land, South Carolina. We love our community. We love each other. And we just do really well with, we work, we're really,
0: we're a big little mattress store. So So you are the one that got away, Jack. You were on your way and you drove past Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, you broke my heart. So there, I said it and we can move on. (laughs) Uh, Hi, Patrick. Uh, Who's Marcio? Marcio Smith is that one of your friends? He's yeah. our
1: friend. He's in China watching us. He wanted to be the first person to see the primo show, Pete Primo show with the mattress store on it.
0: And he's also uh, the head of our delivery awesome. department. Well, good evening to you. <laughs> um, so, right now, there's all this debate going on about what should you do, and you know how do you when. Uh, the door swings aren't as great as they were. Uh, you know, how does a little retailer survive and, and how do they thrive? And, you know, it's, it's easy to talk theory. Um, but I think it's super important to our other store owners to hear about maybe some of your struggles and your perspectives and some of the things that you do, uh, to win in, In a less than ideal environment. Great question. Mm -hmm. So, um,
2: kind of getting back to when we started our store, uh, five years ago, there was a uh, moving company that was located in our parking lot and we had very, very little visibility. I mean, people could see us for maybe two hours a day. So what we did is we worked a lot with, um, coming up with signs. We didn't have a big, our uh, advertising budget. We were, we, we have were, no advertising budget. <laughs> no so what we did is we really worked well together and we did handmade signs. Um, I used to take cardboard and cut them into squares, paint them white, paint an arrow on them. And it would take them and write the mattress sales store, you located behind the trucks. And we just got as much exposure as we could. It was really challenging, um, but we did really well with it. The company since moved and now we have tremendous visibility we upgraded our signs. We have professional, I'm sorry, we upgraded our banners on the side of our store. We have professional signs made. We do a ton of feather flags. We just make a really good presence. And that part has really helped. But what really helps the most is true networking, not just networking um, online or trying to reach out to people. Diana here is a wonderful marketer and a wonderful networker. And tell a little bit about what you do as far as bringing people in and
1: well, one of the things that we learn is that even when things are really bad, you don't stop marketing. You don't stop reaching out. You just keep on whether business is bad or business is good. You keep doing the same thing, getting yourself and communicating, always networking with your neighborhoods, reaching out in different ways. Even if you go, I, I'm sure I irritate a lot of people because I'll be at the uh, a store in even when Jack's with me, and next thing I know, I'm talking about the mattress sales store. So if they ask me what I'm doing. I'm like, "Are you sure you want me to tell you?" So because I'm going to sell them on the mattress sales store, and we get a lot of customers like that.
2: Yeah, and through her, through her, the way Diana markets, actually about a week or so, uh, we were down at Litchfield Beach, outside of Polly's Island, and we have a customer come. Who Diana met down there who lives in our area. Who's coming in next week? She also did a fantastic job of setting us up with the staging company. And the staging company has been really great. What, what is the, uh, the, name? The it's,
1: uh, Avenue Stage and Design. And, uh, but you can network with anyone. That's what business is about. And if we're networking with them, we are marketing them as well as them marketing us, which is cross net called cross, um, cross market. Thank you. Yeah. I never think yeah. of that, think of that word.
2: We've been trying to do more videos. Like when we go out and have a good experience with a entrepreneur or a local company. We try to to showcase them on our our Facebook page. Uh, we still do our little crude videos on our, our Facebook page, which really drives a lot of people in. Rather than doing some sort of a TV commercial, what we try to do is just let people know where we are. We go over the features and the benefits of our products and invite them to come in. And still, um, Pete, I have to tell you, through all the big box stores in the area and big furniture stores, we still bring the best possible product for the best possible value in the entire Charlotte area. I mean, we shop and shop and dissect products before we bring them in, and we still buy from the inside out. So we buy from the, the inner spring, the support foam, and a lot of our mattresses are really in the same price category yeah, they are. because we decided a long time ago that we're not going to fool around with um, being racing to the bottom. You know, our products are good, better, best we all know that good in the mattress industry is junk. So we are better and best, and we're at a fraction of the markups, um, than the rest of our competitors. And we love the community. We are embraced in this community. Uh, we're part of a great church. We have great friends in this community. We always try to help people in our community. We're in the Chamber of Commerce. We're, we're probably one of the next door. I, I,
1: I got here. Jack likes yes. visual, so we yeah, have some for you. A
2: neighborhood favor <laughs> from next door. Two years ago,
1: um,
2: <laughs> from and, and we do a lot. And I have to say, from Mount Airy all the way down to Coastal Carolina, we're the only true five-star mattress store that we can find, um, and we're very proud of that. And as far as being a tiny little store that we are, I mean, we're doing as equal or <laughs> value. More volume than either mattress firm or mattress workups
0: someone someone just pinged me on my phone and said, "How small is their mattress store We are truly a mattress show room <laughs> <laughs> so what's what what's the square footage
1: right three hundred and eighty square feet, and then we have a tent which is a ten box ten.
2: Ten by twenty. Ten
1: by twenty. We call that the West Wing.
2: Yeah, we upgraded from the ten by ten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, we have carpet and pictures and flowers. We even have a little garden now that we created uh, for our customers to come in privately without passing by our our new neighbors.
0: So you know you're making this very difficult on people with excuses. Ex- My store's too small. I can't, I <laughs> I can't because. Of this, that, the other, you started off with no advertising budget. You made homemade signs out of cardboard, and you have a 380 square foot store that you supplement with a 10. <laughs> you are pretty having, good, right? You're destroying everybody's excuses why they can't be successful in the mattress business. But I will say this, Jack. Um one of the reasons I wanted to hire you years ago is because you had a very good reputation in our industry as somebody who's knowledgeable and somebody who is capable. And one of the uh, the biggest secret weapon that you can have in business is industry knowledge. You know when somebody's trying to blow proverbial smoke up your wrong end, and you right. know when they're telling you the truth, and you know a great buy when you see one, because you have been on the other side of the industry for so long. As a matter of fact, you know both sides of the industry extremely well. Uh, you started off in retail, you went to wholesale, and you're back into to retail. So I, I think your knowledge is off the charts, and I think that is huge. But the interesting thing to me is the dynamic with Diana. And I, I'm not trying to embarrass you, Jack. But I'm going to tell everybody our dirty little secret. Our dirty little secret is the first time I asked Jack to be on the show, he said no. And Diana made a sale. And the sale that she made was Jack came on the show.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Here's how the sale went. Hey, Pete asked me to go on the show. I'm not going to do it.
0: Yes, you are. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it was a great thank you for having us again
0: no it's okay. my absolute pleasure um, so I think that when you have somebody who has different strengths than you it can be an amazing partnership and, and the fact that you love each other thats that's great and that's wonderful but I think that there's something else going on here Uh, beyond the eye and, and that is you have some serious marketing chops, Diana. Serious. I mean, uh, you are a marketer through and through. And I hear that you've become quite the salesperson too. And me and Jack's conversations, uh, and, and marketing and sales are close, but they're not exactly the same. And I just think that it's very cool. I don't even know how you guys really met, that you guys ended up with each other. Um, and it was great for you personally, but it was great for you business-wise too because yes. you have different strengths than Jack and Jack has different strengths than you. He kind of had all these long-term relationships in the industry and people that really like and and appreciate him and, and respect him. But you, you are... Um, bundle of energy and you're everything and anyone could ever want in a marketing superstar. I mean, you really uh, pay attention to all the little things. And I I see those things and I'm like, how is it? Were you full-time in marketing at some point in your career? Uh,
1: No, I had three businesses before. And I got into business at a time where I needed to be employed and I was very interested. I will, I'll try to keep it short in the fitness industry because I myself was in it and I was so good at it and I was older among most people working out and I, people wanted me to train them. So I decided if I'm going to train you, I'm going to make money at it. So along with that, I created another business where you couldn't find really any nice fitness clothes at that time. So I, I, I had, I coupled that with, uh um, where fitness meets fashion. So I had my second my company, I was called a strong you. And then it was a strong you where fashion meets fitness. And then I was having trouble networking because it was a business too, but I found that they were not very fruitful in direction to me so i created my own networking business called uh it's, it was soirée business soirées so i created like parties and i would bring new businesses in that were trying to make it start businesses and um so i learned all the mistakes like i went through and did all the traditional stuff where you pay for this and pay for that and pay for this and pay for that so i learned that i didn't have to do that and that's why we don't do any of it that's why we run our store with no marketing. We have no marketing fee at all. We have no budget at all. We give a thousand dollars away to one small business or one some kind of fundraiser or something. That's all we can afford to give it. We give it to them. And um I just learned all the mistakes. I did all the mistakes, and I learned also that networking was so important in business because when I first started it. I was very protected of my business and I didn't want anyone to know anything I was doing. But then I very quickly learned that I needed all the heads that I could get. There were so many more people smarter than me. So I started networking with people and using their their strengths. And then with me networking, they used my strengths. So I it was an experience that I, I had and so I had learned some things from people um that was in the business and just, just being very interested in it. I, maybe because I'm a show off or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, what kept, kept, I like to talk. <laughs> what kept coming back again and again and again as we were, as you were um, explaining that is, you're a student. You're, you're very interested in. You're a student, and you know when you don't have unlimited funds or any funds to speak of. You have to get very creative. So um, when you have a vast amount of resources, especially money, uh, and you don't have creativity, you can burn through a lot of cash trying to figure it out. When you don't have any money, You have to be creative, and you have to make things work. And uh, I I love what you said uh, about networking, and you you were networking with people who you felt were smarter in certain areas, and you were learning from them as you were getting along. And so I thought you were going to tell me that you know you're a twenty year Dan Kennedy, uh, student, and you spent a half a million dollars in courses, uh, and you might as well have been because I see everything that you guys do. I, I want to get back to something that you guys quickly said. I think it's important for everybody that's listening, especially store owners that are listening, and my sales reps that listen in, in the hopes to to find a golden nugget to help their store owners. Crude videos do better than professionally polished videos. They will get more engagement. So even if you can afford to do the most professional video in the world, a lot of times you're better off with crude videos. There are multi-million dollar marketers, um, like a Frank Kern or, um, uh, who's a guy out of Michigan? Uh, who, who's a great marketer? Uh, Jeff Johnson. They do everything with their smartphones. And I just, I think it creates more engagement and more interest. And you know, one of the things I love about your videos flipping over to, uh, Jack is
1: how awesome he looks.
0: She... That is you, Jack. You Awesome. Are, you are not trying uh, to impress anybody with fancy words. All you're trying to do is communicate some truths about mattress shopping and how to get the right mattress and what is happening um, in your store and why they should come into your store. And I think the authenticity and the genuineness that you exude because it's real um you know it's it's kind of funny when if you have to tell somebody to be authentic there's already a problem right like someone's looking for advice and and if you feel like one of the things you have to say to them is you need to be more authentic it's already probably a lost cause right yeah absolutely so this idea of cross marketing I think it's one of the most underutilized things in our industry. The other businesses in your community, you have two just overly general attitudes towards them. You can view them as your competitor or you can view them as somebody who's doing the same thing that you're doing. They're just trying to make a living. And ask yourself one question, how can I help them? Could I help them? Could I post on social media about this other business that's just like mine and will they reciprocate? Well, you won't know until you try it. And some will and some won't. And the ones that won't, you won't be doing a lot more of that. But you can really end up with a really cool network of local businesses that support each other. And I think that's huge. You know, our friend uh, Jeff Janakovo he does a whole podcast, just community outreach. He has local businesses and in, in Lancaster and he interviews those owners and he's doing it for the community. It's, it's, it's like a love. That podcast is literally a love letter to the community. Now, do people see that? And do people want to do business with gardeners? I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it but does Jeff at the beginning and the end of every episode say, come on in and get my coupon for 80% off? No, he doesn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, doesn't sell himself in any way, shape or form. They are really, it's just about the other, uh, business and, and the personalities. And I love the origination stories, uh, of businesses. And, you know, if you are a store owner and you're watching this right now and you're saying, well, you know, I don't know how to approach another store. Diana, could you give some tips on that?
1: mm mm-hmm. um, I do something sort of like Jeff does. Like, for instance, I'm always on our um social media. At one time, I had 350 locals. We're a local store, even though we do radius of 40 miles and even a little bit further. Um. So I always knew what was going on in the neighborhood. So whenever, like right now, I've I've been um reaching out to Lancaster County because a lot of businesses are popping up there. So I like there. I follow them, um, and I ask them if they follow us as a small business, and then I promote them, and then they turn around and they promote me. And sometimes when Jack and I go to a business we uh, we will do um, a new business and do a video for them. And we introduce their business to the neighborhood. And it just rolls right back to, you know, just, you know, we're not really always saying, oh, I'm doing this to just get business. But when you care about other people, like we really promote small businesses. We are always talking about small businesses. I mean, I have a couple of ladies, a couple of businesses in Lancaster. One of them's already come up. She's starting to air B's. She's already bought a mattress from us for her store, just me communicating and supporting her business and just marketing her. And now there's a couple other people. They may not come right away, but they're going to remember we're not asking anything from them at all, except follow us. We ask them to do that and we follow them. And you just become a great small business networking and we try to give back every opportunity we can, but we just reach out, reach out, reach out. And us being local, you know, you really, like Jack said, you can really become part of this community. We're always surprised when we go somewhere and we'll say we can't help it. We have a little business right down the road over there. (laughs) And they'll say, oh, you're the mattress people? We're like, yeah, that's us.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we just try to yeah, reach, reach, reach out, and we can be conscious what's going on in our neighborhood. But we reach out to Rock Hill, Fort Mills, Indian Land, Lancaster. Uh, we go up to Huntington. We go Charlotte. You know, we try to expand ourselves and support the small business. And we don't. We try not to ask anything. If they reach out to me after I reach them, and they ask me to follow them, I do. And I asked them if you would mind returning that. And even if they don't return it, we still support them and um, and try to get them business. Because we know that, I don't know, you reap what you said, you know, and we want to reap good things.
0: Yep. It's so you need to sow good things. And that's, uh, yes. and, and, you know, the the most important thing that I heard, I kept hearing this. First, 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 you're following them first. You're promoting them first. You're doing a video for them first. They are first and you are second. And if they do something with you, great. And if they don't, great too. Um, this is part of your community outreach. You're looking to actively support new businesses and old businesses, any local businesses you want to support. That's what I'm hearing loud and clear. And it kind of goes back to and I don't even know who said this quote first. Don't be interested in, be interested. If you are interested in the other businesses, they will become interested in your business. Like why is this person making a video of our business and helping us? Like what's wrong with them? Right? And that's a very cool thing. And so I'm very interested in this one little piece, the stage and company. I don't even know what a stage and company is. Can you enlighten me?
1: What we do is Jack has lots of networking contact, as you know, and I also have a lot from my businesses and I network back then too. So I still follow all of my customers, my clients that I had, and I follow, I follow their children's birthdays. I follow their birthdays. I follow any kind of progress that they've made in their companies. We supported it. We support like the particular one you're talking about. She was a client of mine and she found out we had a mattress sales store. Like, I mean, I hadn't seen her in 10 years, but I was always staying in contact with her and we still do that now. So when she needed, she started her staging company along with two other partners, they called us, so they buy all their mattresses from us now for what, like three years yeah. now. Yeah. And they recommend they have sent big customers to us. I mean, customers who move in who have loads of money and hit ball. The best $10, bed, $10, yeah, ten thousand dollar bed from with one lady, and it happens all the time. And we do the same to them. I've sent them customers come in here, and I'm saying I got just the right place for you to go. And uh, that's what we try to do. We take those small businesses, and we hear someone has a need. We have a chart behind our door here. It's got nothing but small businesses on them. We whether our customers buy something from us, the last thing we ask them is, "Do you have a small business?" If yes. We take the card and we try to use them and we try to connect. And what? I'm sorry, you asked me what is a Avenue Stage and Design. Okay, it is a staging company. They go in and they make your house look like a showroom so that you can sell it. And they have extended. I'll give them a blur. Is that they are now putting uh, furnishing in people's homes that they can purchase from them as a designer because here you have a designer setting your home up and you have a real estate agent on your staff and now we can sell you the product and your house is already designed. So they're terrific. They're they're three ladies. They are so smart, aren't they, John? Oh, they're great. They're great women and uh, they're a women business and they give it back to us as fast as we give it back to them. And that's, the way we do it. And I hook friends up with them. You know, you just just try to be a good uh, person and love others and people love us. They do. do.
2: (laughs) And what's great about avenues is they always call us when we're slow. So we'll be sitting there and think of, gee whiz, we we really need to get something going here this week. And then all of a sudden we get a call from from Dipti and she said, okay, well, we we need to get, you know, five mattresses from you. And we're like, great. She's, and she's great. What do you have in stock? And then we just go through what we have in stock and they just buy it. They're just good to us.
1: And all their family members. Come. Yeah, all their family our, members. So yeah. that's what it does. It's just, it really flows over. After a while, your cup is flowing over. And that's what it does with that particular company. But we have that everywhere. We do. And even if we don't, like there's a little company down in, um which I promised them we we're going to get down there is they're called Easies, And that's some sort of family name I found. So I communicated with her a while and I'm trying to keep her sort of connected to, I have a, Two other websites that I can use that I don't have to use the mattress store, but now the mattress now that uh, Facebook has changed all the algorithm and everything, sometimes my price personal stuff gets over in the mattress store. Yeah. So if you <laughs> see something that doesn't look like it belongs there, that's why. Well,
2: usually it's positive, positive. usually she has like a little Christian blurb or something, and I'm looking at the mattress <laughs> store. I'm like, you know, well, that's what I we're about know. first anyway, so we'll go with. It. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good for say- you. Thing. I, I this business would not be anything without Jack.
0: Because without Jack
1: it, I know, but it's become yeah. like that. Yep. But again, this is the truth. I've said it to Jack before and he didn't take it as a compliment, but I think I'm finally have convinced right. him that it is a compliment. I saw Jack as a great business opportunity. I did. I mean, he wanted to match a mattress store. He always did, because I knew him six years before we got married. And all we talked about was mattress stores, mattress stores. And I thought it was a nut. We're like mattress, How many
2: game plans did so we write out? Yeah, that was
1: once we finally started thinking about it. Whenever we worked together, you used to talk about them having a mattress store. And I'd be like, are you serious? What is it with this guy? This? There's one on every corner. I couldn't see it. But with some time, I started getting interested in mattresses. Um, It's like baseball. It's the internal part that makes me interested in it. And I saw internal parts when I learned about latex. When I learned about organic latex I was so excited. <laughs> you know,
2: I, I tell people this all the time. And this is very, very important in our industry. You know, the turnover rate is pretty high and Diana's been doing this going on six years. She's a seasoned mattress person. <laughs> and sometimes I, it gets a little bit frustrating for me. And I know it is for you as well. When we go to like a high point market, or we go out and we're addressing people about buying mattresses, and Diana and I are talking to each other as a team to buy mattresses, yet the salesperson is only addressing me. And that hurts me because Diana and I, just because of the fact as I know a lot of these guys in the industry, and I love them, they're great people, this is this. We are one person, we're one owner. It's our business. And she knows as much as I know and more. And her attitude is great. And the store does really well because of the positivity that we put
1: into. I told Jack with you inviting me on the, with, with you and him on the primo show. I said, I finally have earned my mattress wings and I'm so excited. (laughs) And when you, you put this thing
2: in the perspective is this is a male dominated, um, industry, but who's the customer? Women, female, 90% of the time, you know, and I think that that should always be addressed and that should always be respected because Diana is a tremendous business person, a tremendous wife, and, um, we built a little, um, success story out of, (laughs) out of a, out of a room and a can of paint. So,
1: you know, that's things that I, uh, I think I miss mentioning is. One of the things, the reason why I think that our store can keep going is that we stay very sensitive, and I know others do, but being a retail store that you own yourself and you're not a big corporate one, you have the freedom to buy as you like, what you want. No one tells you what you buy. If we want to make a $100, that's our business. Right. And we have come, like, for instance, with the economy being as it is, a lot of the mattress industry wants to get into the mid-range mattresses even Kingsdown when, what do you what do you call them our flag I never remember all this no,
2: we call it we call them our flight I don't <laughs> under, I don't
1: remember all this it's thing. the one between
2: Diana and I're we're, we're big Kingsdown
1: people, yeah so. so they have brought in a mid finally they got in the mid-range we sit When we move, when we develop that part of our business, we have beautiful, high end. Still, there are great prices. You can't get better prices. But we can't keep that. We can't keep that in this in our our warehouse. I mean, we're every week if business is gone, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. gone. So we try to stay sensitive, and we tell the customers there when we uh, we take them out there, we're like this: these mattresses are made by these same companies inside these high end mattresses. They're great quality, but they're at a price range that meets what people are looking for, a great mattress at a great price. And they just fly right out of the store.
2: And we still stick to, we always stick to the basics. We never, we're we always looking to improve our store, yeah. but we stick to the basics. We still stick to two-sided mattresses. I think we're one of the only companies in Charlotte that sells two-sided mattresses. And when we have people come in from other stores, they're they're telling us that two-sided mattresses don't exist. And then we till we show them three or four, so we stick
0: to, to our. We're very consistent. We stick to our program really yeah. well. Well, that is very interesting because that is a huge point of differentiation. That I cannot believe that there are still some big dumb stores out there that haven't figured it out. Yeah, a lot of consumers want two-sided mattresses, and the stores that offer two-sided mattresses have a big differentiator. And one of the things that happens, Jack, if they went to two or three stores, and those two or three stores told them there's no such thing as a two-sided mattress, which I hear this every day, they come into your store and instantly, what happened to the credibility of the two or the other three stores? Shot themselves in the foot. Yep. Shot themselves in the foot, chopped off their foot. They're bleeding to death and no one's going to grab a tourniquet and save them. I mean, seriously, they're dead. They're dead in the water. Their credibility is completely shot, not just that salesperson's credibility, but the store's credibility. And I am actually at this point in my career, 62 years old. I'm exhausted trying to lit, trying to explain this. To these big dumb stores that don't get it. It's like your people are telling your customer that two sided mattresses don't exist. And the minute they go to one of my little stores that have two sided mattresses, you're a liar. Your store's a liar. And they may never even come back in there and shop for a sofa. Yep. Exactly. Because you're a liar. Such and, a true. Yep. And and that's a actual huge competitive advantage right now, having two sided mattresses. And do you want to know something? I mean, that came out of the warranty department of Simmons, the whole two sided thing. Um, one of the, 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 uh, pain points with customers and, and why they didn't like Simmons was because they were denying their warranties because they didn't flip their mattresses. So somebody got brilliant and said, well, why don't we design a mattress? It doesn't have to be flipped." And we know that the first one-sided mattresses, they were actually heavily built up on the non-flippable side. So you did have some of the benefits of a two-sided. But as time has gone on, when you shop one-sided mattresses and feel underneath, if you can feel those springs, that's a one-sided mattress that doesn't behave like a two-sided mattress, and that's a problem because it's not going to wear as well. Uh, people still want two-sided mattresses, and, and here's my thing. Why don't we as an industry listen to our customers better? Like the end customer, the end retail, consumer Why don't we listen to what they want? Because what they're telling us is, I want to buy two-sided mattresses. Are you guys still there? Did something happen? Did we go away? Let's pull up Kyle and Guy's comment. May I ask, what is the one thing you have learned running your business? Oh, that's a great question. I hope they pop back in soon. Thank you. Was that you, Guy, or was that you, Kyle? Can we talk about how great it is to have someone who you can build not only a relationship, but also a business? Yeah. Isn't that special? That's, That's awesome. Randy Thompson, thank you for being here. I'm sorry for the disruption in our, in our, in our, uh, in our program right now. Randy, I cannot wait till I see you next week. It's going to be awesome next Wednesday. Uh, this is from Guy Danes. It could be Kyle too. May I ask, what is the one thing you have learned running your business? It's probably more than one thing, but one thing of things. Oh my.
2: Can I take this Yes, please do. From being somebody, Diana's been an entrepreneur her entire life. Okay. And I've always worked for corporations. I've always been in the corporate world. The one thing that I have to say that I've learned from you in running my own business is to learn to let go. Um, Worrying about money, worrying about a 401k, worrying about insurance, worrying about all these things that happen. You have to take that away from your mind and you have to just focus on building a business and
1: don't be afraid
2: and don't be afraid go forward with faith and um, your business will grow as jump lo- off the cliff. jump off the cliff and as long as you love what you're doing we love what we do i mean we can't wait to come to work in the morning and this has been on five years i mean we don't have days where we're like we hate this place we have days where we're like we're a little bit tired. We might have had four trucks come in and unload them ourselves, things like that. But the biggest thing that I learned is to let go of the fear and just keep your eye on the prize and things will iron themselves out.
1: And create something that you love and it's individual for you. Cause we have to remind people all the time when they come in here, they look at us as if we're going to be just like what the other mattress swords they come in and they'll ask us some really interesting questions like, Oh, well, What's the difference in that one and that one? And we immediately go in training and teaching them why we bought this mattress and what the difference is. It is not the same mattress, but just do something that is you, yeah. you know? I think that our biggest benefit is the fact that people like them. Yeah. And we like them. I mean, they've made our business work and invest into your community as a new customer comes in. You do every. To let them know it's because of them that you're successful. And that's the truth. We wouldn't have a business without our customers. That's it. They make us, they make us successful. We, we, we give it back to them the best we can. Yeah.
2: And we are. That was a big thing that we do as well as we, we tell our customers that the truth is that you can't be all things to all people. But if there's a customer that really wants something that we don't have, maybe a really cheap mattress, which we're not interested in at all. We don't want that. We're mid to higher end mattresses at better prices and we're no pressure, no stress. Still, we'll take time put the energy to sit down and talk to that person and send them. We have a list of several other local companies that are good that can meet their needs. So we always give and then people, we've had one person write a review um a long time ago. I think might have been the last um, time that we talked, Pete, but they wrote an interview, or they wrote a review about how they we talked about spending money with us.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> <Remember>? right.
0: <laughs> that's great stuff. They were amazed. <laughs> that's great stuff. So here's, uh, you know, we're not going to get to to reading a chapter which I really wanted to do, but uh, this is so good, and we only have a few minutes left, and I really, I really wanted to dive into this. Um, Diana first and then Jack second, unless you guys veto me. Um, what is the one thing that you learned about your spouse while working with him or her that you didn't know before you started working with them? That
1: one. Well, I have to say that what I learned is how smart my husband is. I mean, he's very educated in his field. He takes it seriously. Um, he is a very kind and good person. He does, he goes far and above for our customers. I mean, we Jack himself flips customers' beds for them. You have to flip your bed three times before you don't have to flip for a quarter or half a year. And he goes out and flips them for him. And he, he does it himself. Nobody does that. And that makes me proud of him. He's just a, a wonderful person. I like working with him. If you don't tell me what to do too much, hey, I just dug him. Yeah, we, we, i use the bossing. Right. <laughs> Sometimes
2: one of us is a chief and one of us is the Indian. We have to tell each other who's the chief today.
1: I feel honored. Uh, even if I wasn't his wife. I'm honored. I- I learned by working with him, you know, if you want to know how I think that the store has given us back a lot into our relationship because of being in our relationship. And if we have problems at the store, that relationship makes us stop and say, we need to fix, figure out how to deal with this, yeah. you know, and, and not let it mess our marriage up and let it keep on doing what's good for the store. And maybe if we wouldn't have made it if we weren't married, I don't know. But I think he's a we would have made fine, it. <laughs> I learned, I knew he was a fine man, that's why I married him. But um I've learned, he's he's so smart. He's He just does it, you know, and he's humble as you know. I know,
0: that's why he's looking so, at you like you're crazy. I'm not smart. <laughs> Jack, you, you yes, are smart. Is,
1: and you know what, you're smart enough to said. question
0: the fact you know who the dumbest dude in the world is? The one who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. That's the dumbest oh, yeah, dude in exactly. the world because they give nobody credit for anything. You're kind of the opposite. You're, you're smart and you don't give yourself enough credit. So I am so thankful that God put somebody in your life that blessed you with at least acknowledging, uh, how capable you are because I don't think you always see that for yourself just as a friend. And it's
1: not just the mattress industry. It goes all through his life. Well, thank He's kicking me over here. What and telling did me you learn quiet. about your
0: wife that you didn't know? A lot. Before you a lot. One, of
2: the, one of the many things that I learned about her is Diana is a person, you know, how many books have you read about stepping out of your comfort zone and thinking outside of the box? And how many corporate guys have you met that that talk about that but never do it? Diana steps out of the box. I remember sitting down and talking with her as we did our market plans together and our business plans about this is how this works in a normal um sit a normal sleep shop. This is what your margins need to be, this is how you need to advertise, things of that nature. But Di is very creative and very smart, you know, and she's really shown me that. No, you know, we got our run ours a little different than everybody Could else. Did you show was. her Bob's old pro That's forma for the America's mattress stores? We, we've been through that. We've been through the marketing star. <laughs> we've been through every. This is how you do it. That man was smart yeah. and he's great at what he has done. And I'm grateful that I know he's a great person. I wanted to meet you. But the thing is, is when you found someone, you know, all these people um, claim all these how should I say it, accolades to themselves that they really know how to run a business. And really, truly, the only way to run a business is through experience. And that's, Diana took her experience and she applied it to the mattress sales store. And I took my experience and applied it to the mattress sales store. And we we came together like a, a nuclear bomb and exploded all over. We Really well. So We're
1: still learning, and we think of our customers. I want to take this screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I, you notice our sign? It's just a vinyl sign, right? That sign cost us three hundred dollars to make, and we have replaced it three times. But the reason why we have a sign like that is when we were two years. We wanted a, we felt like we, three, three years, we <laughs> wanted a fancy sign to show that we were legitimate because we're always having to prove who we are because we have a tent out front and a little small store and people misunderstand us. So part of my job is to, sh- is to say, don't judge a book by their cover and to educate people about the mattress cell store. But we forfeited buying a, Beautiful sign for our store, so we could keep our prices down for our customers. Yeah, and
2: we wanted that sign, didn't we?
1: We did yeah. want it. We we had design it designed in there. And yeah. see our new garden. Yeah,
2: that's our slide. That's our.
1: That's our new garden. Now you can enter in our store about having to go buy other neighbors. That's, that's
2: kind of like the rose garden, and then on the left is the west wing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You guys are absolutely. Okay.
1: Just that will be right with you. Okay. Right? Five minutes. Yes, sir. We have six warehouses served to support this collection.
2: Oh, boy. Okay. Right Why don't
1: y'all finish and let me go see here?
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> so, listen to see,
1: I, I, I love you. Thank you so much. You too, go, Diane. Pre- uh, go take care of your Thank you for work. inviting me. Thank right. you.
2: So, Pete, I want to apologize to everybody about all
0: the assumptions. You know, no worries. So, um, Jack, we were- you're going to have to answer the last question by yourself, buddy. And it's a really important one. Sure. Because we have uh, people, um, store owners, who, who work with their spouse. And some of mm-hmm. them work great together, and some of them don't work as well as they should together and they would love to know if you have any advice to them how to keep the business running smoothly but more importantly how to keep the marriage running smoothly when you work with each other all the time what
2: that's a great question that's the question of questions because Diane and I spend about 90% of our time together <laughs> we are together all the time and it's really important to separate that business from personal. And we have a hard time doing that. And sometimes we have to keep our, ourselves in check. Um, we don't go on big vacations because of the store, but we do a thousand state stations a year. And we just went down to, um, the Polly Island Litchfield, um, beach and, um, ended up going to two mattress stores, two small stores. And, <laughs> and then we, we, we walked out of one and we're like, that's enough. It's enough. We're here. We were, we were, what's that thing that we went on that tour where you ride that?
1: We went on the Segway of the history of uh, Brooklyn Gardens. Yeah,
2: we went on the Segway tour and then we went to the beach. We got regrounded in our relationship, putting the this store aside. And secondly, we're very involved in our church. Um, we're at a beautiful church, very great people in it. Um, we go to a Sunday school, then we go to service and then we do some Bible study. So we keep the Lord as our our number one focus. And did ourselves and then our store. So it's hard at times and we go back and forth and we have arguments and stuff. We're normal people. Um, but we try to keep as grounded as we can and uh and and deal with things as they come, right? Uh,
1: yeah, and sometimes you just have to give each other some room and space. Yeah. It's just that's just a
0: normal life.
2: And uh, and sometimes someone to walk right into your podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it reminds me of uh the book that Gail Sayers wrote, I am third, right? The Lord is first, my friends are second, and I am third. Your, your, The Lord is first, your relationship is second, and your business is third. And I think that's a great way to calibrate and to uh, prioritize those commitments. So you guys already know ahead of time that if something in your relationship is buttoned up against your business, the relationship wins automatically. And right. if, if something is buttoned up against God, God wins automatically. It doesn't even matter what it is because that's number one. And that perspective is huge. And, and to me, the the most important piece of it is the fact that you guys agree to it like you have that grounding and you have that understanding and it's almost like it's bigger than rules of engagement it is it's the overriding overarching priority that God is first our marriage is second in this business we love it but it's third and it needs to be third and I, and I think that's huge and I think that's going to help a lot of our uh store owners if there's a store owner that's watching and they want to get in touch with you, um, how do they get in touch with you, please? They can just call us. Um, our phone
2: numbers are uh, 412-427-2519, especially for my buddies in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, and um, the Pennsylvania area in West Virginia. Or you could call Diana at 704-877-7872. Thank you, sir. Awesome. And so contact us anytime. So there you
0: go, guys. Now you've got the inside story of how Jack and Diana built the biggest little mattress store together. Reach out to them if you have any questions. Guys, it was an absolute privilege and an honor to spend an hour with you today. And, uh, great advice for store owners and great advice for reps to be able to give some of their store owners, uh, you know, Jack, I started this thing out strictly for my dealers and uh, I ended up, I've got more reps that watch this and I I asked the reps, why do you watch it? And they watch it for the same reason I do it, to give some helpful content to their store owners and some perspective uh, to their store owners to help them make it through these not so great times that are as great as we allow them to be based on uh, everything that, that we do. And Diana, I love the fact that while you're not spending any quote money on advertising, you work at it awful hard every day. Uh, I mean, you work tirelessly on social media and you're very responsive. And, and I think that that's a lesson right there that. You know, we need to continue to do the things that made us successful. No matter what the news says, no matter what the headline of the day says, we we as business owners have to block some of that stuff out and just go forward in faith and know that it's going to be okay. It may not be okay, but no matter what, I'm going to make it not okay if I don't go forward, right? We
2: we know who's in control, right?
1: Pete, do you have a, do you have a picture of your book? A picture?
2: Or do you it as book?
1: Yeah, look. Pete, I have two copies of your book. I bought one before. I bought it right after you interviewed Jack. And then you sent us a gift one. So I have two copies and I wanted to bring them today to tell people to read Sell a Million. What a great book Uh that is. Fantastic. I have shared it with my friends, so that's why I don't have them. So, I will uh, sell a Bring my primo.
0: I will give you the money I promised later, Diana. Thanks. I almost <laughs> forgot about that. I will. I will give you the money. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Have a great day. Thanks, millions.
1: I love you, family.
0: Love you guys.